I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? This is the 100 After Show. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm your host, Haley Graves, and joining me is my lovely co-host, Mr. Jorge Paya. Jorge, say what's up. Hola, what's happening, everybody? So, guys, before we get down to talking about this very unique episode, um, just want to let everyone know how much we appreciate all of you for continuing to watch us week after week, supporting After Buzz. We truly can't do what we love without your support. Um, with that being said, given the circumstances of the world, we will not be continuing the 100 After Show after this week. After Buzz will continue to thrive. You can find all of everything, entertainment, news, all of that jazz on all the social channels, as well as so many articles being published online. Um, but we just won't be here after this episode. We're sad about it, but with that being said, we have one more in us, so let's crank through this. Jorge, tell me your thoughts on this one. Wow, what a one to go out on right now. Huh? <laughs> uh, right? I don't know. I felt like this show was the stepchild show of the big show or something. Uh, there, We talked about it last week, how... Uh, we're getting so much story for the end of, uh, of, of the series, and it just uh, kept me wondering, I mean, is, is this the backdoor pilot to the rumored sequel? I mean, I don't even think it's rumored. I think there is a prequel that's supposed to be coming out to The 100, and I think um, that this is the originator of it. Um, so... It was nice to get more information and to see where Tree Crew came from. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Where the language so, came from. So for me, I, you would think that I would be more angry right now, given mm. where I was at last week. But like I said, talking to last week helped me out. Yeah. But my thing right now is, I guess, like, I don't know. There's like a saying, like, don't always like what you wish for isn't always what you're going to get something like that. Mm -hmm. I might've just completely made it up, but regardless, my point is Care careful what you wish for. There we go. I yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> Words are hard. Yeah. Um, but because last week I wished that we would get more information. I was saying, yeah. I want to know more about Bill. I want to know more about um, everything that's going on in Bardo. Like I kept saying that that's what I wanted and I wanted that background and they delivered this week. And I'm not coming from a place of disappointment. I'm just coming from a place of, I would have been okay if this episode would have just been pieces of flashbacks while yeah. they continued to move along the present day storyline instead of dedicating an entire episode to this storyline. Because while a lot of the information was great, I also didn't think it was entirely needed. I completely agree. I, I mean, but this happens a lot. I mean, w this happens a lot when you see that a show is about to end and they're talking about another show that's going to be a spinoff off this show. They dedicate an entire episode to that show. The backdoor pilot is what they call it, you know, okay. uh, to see if there's even an audience for it. Um, half hour comedies are very big on that. What would that they do that all the time? The Goldbergs did a backdoor pilot on a show called Schooled, you know, okay. and so now Schooled is now a uh, is now another half hour show on ABC. Wow, uh, yeah, and you're and but, and but the meantime, you're watching the show and you know, all ready to go, and you're like, but but where's Indra? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And see, and yeah. I think, and I, and I would go as far to say that you could be very 
accurate on that because they did a decent enough job to try and test the waters of hooking you on these new characters. Yeah. So in the beginning of this episode, we have Bill, aka the shepherd. Again, I can't take it seriously. He walked out and he was like, I am the shepherd, but you can call me Bill. Like I just, I really couldn't take it seriously to be honest, but you know, whatever his name is Bill. And there's some connection between him and Clark right off the bat. And that's kind of what takes us into this flashback slash history lesson. Um, We learn about his daughter, Calliope, who to me, I was like, oh, here's our next martyr. Like here's Mm -hmm. our next Clark. Um, That was just how she completely came off. And I thought it was interesting that they were doing such a dedicated job to really help us understand who she is. What were your thoughts around that? Well, uh, no, I, I had I had a lot of calliope feelings because I was wondering. All right, so we know that she is the originator of the language, right? Yep. She, she it, which is uh, derived from Latin, and that she is tree crew. So mm-hmm. tree crew is the first was sort of this anti-fascist group that was that existed before all the bombs dropped. Um, and it looks like her connection with Becca was really tight. Mike, uh, where I'm kind of lost right now, then does Calliope become the first flame keeper or is she the first commander after Becca? That's where I was. So I'm interested in finding out where, where that story goes along. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I also in the same regard, how you mentioned liking to know where Triku came from. I also liked knowing the, where the flame came from, mm-hmm. you know, and how Becca came to that name judgment and um, just seeing the, their bond was really unique. I also found it interesting that we somehow have gone through all of these seasons and I felt like we had a really good grasp on who Becca was, but somehow we've just left out this chunk of who she is. Yeah. You know, because we had seen what was it Callie one isn't that no. what she called Allie Allie Callie no Allie 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 okay Ca- Callie seen- is is the daughter yeah right right we had seen Allie one and I feel like chunks of 2.0 because that ended up being the crazy one and it just didn't really make sense to me that how we just missed this whole part of her life where she brought the AI down into the bunker you know and how she was held prisoner basically to the people of earth like it just it didn't feel right to me it just felt misplaced if that makes sense complete yes like and now we have some more of a completion of the story because even then we had was it cave drawings i can't remember it was a couple of seasons ago where they we had these visions of ali being burnt at the stake kind of thing which Sorry, but it was a little extreme. Why not just yeah. take the AI out of the back of her neck, guys? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but now we also see where the Nightbloods first came about. Yeah. And I'm thinking, um, God, what was uh, Calliope's brother's name in this episode? Yeah, I missed that too. I think they said yeah. it at the very beginning. And it yeah. was not Tristan. Tristan was it the other guy. Tr- Tristan was the other guy. But yeah. I think we're going to get to see that he is the founder of another crew on Earth. Okay maybe the ice crew or something yeah. like the ice yeah, nation yeah, yeah. or something like that. And that's where all the war between the crews came along. Unless because right at the end. So the other part that 
I was bothered by in this episode that left me feeling incomplete and almost as if the episode was slightly pointless. And that was because wasn't it in the beginning, her dad or Bill, the shepherd, whatever, yeah, his whole qualm with Becca being able to understand the ringing and understanding how the portal worked is that he was like, I will save us, not her. And he had this qualm with them using the portal to go to another land because he wanted to save where they were. But then at the end of the episode, he took his people through it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like all of that shit didn't even need to happen. And no, that was just some masculine ego shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it, and it just really irked me because it almost made me feel at the end of the episode, I was like, wow, all of this was so unnecessary. And it was unnecessary. But then again, you have to think about where the intentions lie and the intention, like we said, was for us to feel out what our thoughts are on these new characters because had this whole middle substance not happened, we wouldn't have understood Calliope and her passion to save the people of Earth and to save the planet of Earth and her desire to go and take the night blood and go and find the people that have potentially survived. You know, I thought it was unique how she was like, we have... 2000 nightblood doses to go save people that's what we're going to go do you know so it's almost like i wonder instead of her brother being the creator of a new crew if it's her well i think she is the creator of a new crew but her brother has been injected with the nightblood as well true and true. he has basically been sent to go to get the, the AI. To, to, to go get the ai by his yeah. father so yeah. There's gonna so it's somewhere in that storyline, him tracking down. So he basically him and Tristan, what a name, Tristan. Uh, he and Tristan become a couple of hunters, let's say, and they're the ones that are hunting down um, Calliope, who is in essence now the flame keeper. Yeah. Um, and I guess after out of that will come the splinter groups and all sure. the other crews. Well, and somehow Calliope ends up figuring out the technology to use it because I think this is where your thought process is correct about Calliope being the the commander because she um remember when they go back Bill is asking Clark if Calliope was in there yes yeah and so in order for Calliope to have been a part of the AI she had to have injected the AI into her at some point yeah so I like there basically this just led me to more questions and I don't see how they're going to be able to finish off present day season and also get us to a point in this new sort of timeline to where it's going to make us feel like there's a nice bow being wrapped on this. I, I am very scared of that. I'm, I'm afraid that we're going to that we're not going to come out of this series finale with a nice tight bow that's going to leave us all satisfied. Yeah. You know, um, th- the only thing that I can think of is they keep on talking about the last war and the only way that that's going to end is all right, so let's blow up the world again. <laughs> and then there's just no more people. Yeah. Um, that, that would be the only place I could see it going to uh, what, because I'm still wondering what is the happily ever after for these guys? Yeah. They'll have to deal with the children of Gabriel and the convicts teaming up against one crew and taking over Sanctum. We mm-hmm. still have to, you know, now Echo and, and Octavia and Dioza. By the way, where was Hope? 
Did you see, did you notice that? I, I think they just referred to her as being captured, but that was it. Because she went with the other four to join the army. Oh, right. And then when the three of them popped out, there was no yeah. hope. Yeah, I don't know. And the other thing that left me confused was, do we think that Becca's vision when she went into that space ball energy thing and when she came back, uh, she said that she saw something terrible and she said that she referred to it as judgment day, but it wasn't, she wasn't yes. referring to what they had just survived through. Do you think judgment day has happened yet? Is that going to be what this war is about? Or did we see judgment day when basically earth exploded and that was what originally when Clark, you know, was left behind and we've already seen that. So do we think that our present day crew and people have already experienced this judgment day or it's still to come? I think it's still to come. Yeah. I think it's still to come. I think it's the, the carrot on the stick for the audience in many ways, because yeah. uh, in Bardot, they've been talking about the last war, the last war, the last war. It's so embedded in us right now. And we're waiting for that final battle, you know, whatever that last war is. I think that's probably what it is that Becca saw. And Bill must have seen it as well. He's just handling it differently than Becca. Yeah. He's preparing for it while his Becca was just like, no, we can't do this. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. The other thing that I will say I probably enjoyed most about this episode and the information that we were given was because, like we've said, a, a lot of it was fluff. But the stuff that I personally enjoyed was learning more about the portal. Yeah. And that because of Becca's AI, she was able to hear the frequencies and their ringing and to know that each different symbol has a different frequency. And those seven that didn't, that made no sound, turned into this space energy thing. I found that the most interesting and it almost shocked me that they haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and, and, and it was even, it even took it a step further to, I don't know why necessarily I've never made this exact conclusion but when she mentioned that the AI was designed to amplify what's already in our minds. And so, hey. so that, that in itself was a really unique way to put it because I always thought that the AI was pretty much all this. It, I mean, it was all these other people's life experiences and thoughts and everything that they've gone through but it was in reality just amplifying what was already there for us. So then that makes me think and understand all of the commanders, you know, like Shade Haida was bad because it just amplified what he already was, was, you know? And so that's how everyone has come to be. It's just amplified who they've already are. So I thought that was cool, a cool piece of knowledge for them to tell us. And maybe they've told us that before and it just didn't click for me until now. But when they said that, I was like, oh, shit, that makes a lot of sense, actually. That does make a lot of sense. It's a very common story trope, too. Yeah. The, the MacGuffin, whatever it might be, the MacGuffin being the item, the magical item yeah. or the thing that everybody's after is the is the thing that will change that kind of like Lord of the Rings, right? When you have that, that yeah. ring, the, 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 you know, um, it brings out what's already inside of you the, the, or the worst parts of you. Yeah. 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 
Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, overall, just that was kind of just it though in this episode. Yeah. Like that was it, you know? We it left me wanting for more. I mean, I'm still I'm still uh upset about this whole Bellamy thing. I mean, is yeah. he really freaking dead? That's what a crappy way to go, too. Um yeah. just the most anticlimactic exit of a person ever. Like I yeah. thought I'm also a host for this is random, but I'm also a host for Grey's Anatomy on uh, After Buzz TV. And one of their main characters since season one, they're in season 16 in season one, uh, left the show this year. And I thought that they were just gonna like write him off, but they ended up doing him justice. And they had this whole episode about him and it was it was finally a nice ending, you know? So if they do right. this to Bellamy and they just kind of push him out, like, oh, hey, the last we saw of him was getting him getting dragged off into the woods and going to the anomaly, like, yeah, it's and gonna be. That, there's an explosion. Boom. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be very disappointing if that's how they end his story. That's what I will say. Like, I think that if that if he if he is dead, for me and as a fan of this show, I need an explanation. I need a flashback. I need something to fill in the blanks for how he died, what happened when he got there. I will not be satisfied if this show ends and we don't get answers on what happened to Bellamy. Well, didn't we get a little sample of it when with Octavia there? He did show up in Bordeaux. And then somebody right. launched a grenade, and then that was the end. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. I'm not satisfied. Let me just no. put it. I'm so not satisfied with this. I feel like I just ate a whole plate of chicken wings, and I'm still hungry. Same. Uh, yeah. Same. But, I mean, this is just the two of us today. And, I mean, that's that really is my thoughts on this, on this whole I episode. Mine too. I, I I want to get back to the regular show next week. I mean, how many episodes do we have left on this? Like what? Uh, I don't know. Typically, um, that's what I've loved about the 100 is that when you think that it's going to be the end, that's typically just the mid-season finale and then we get a whole second half. So I'm not entirely sure. I know that most of the other seasons are around 20, 22 episodes oh, okay. at the least. So, I mean, we still have a, whole, a good chunk of them to develop this and to keep it going. If they were only going to be like 10 to 12 episodes, I'd be a little worried. But I do think that there's still enough time for the writers to develop it and finish the series the way it deserves to be finished. Good, because I don't feel, I, I hope we're not just like rushing to the end. I hope yeah. we're not just like rushing to the end in, just to get disappointed like a certain HBO show that I watched a couple of seasons <laughs> Which remain nameless. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones, probably. Uh, okay. yeah. But so, with that being said, that was this episode, you guys. It was all in the past for the most part. They left us with Clark and Bill basically making a deal that if he returns Clark's people, she will give him whatever he wants. We still don't know exactly know what he wants. I think it has some tie to his family. Um, We'll talk about predictions here in a second, but before we get there, I know Jorge, you said it was a little hard to play your game, but let's explain it and let's give it our best shot because we know I'm probably going to lose, but that's okay. Okay, so the game is under over. Every week, guys, I watch the show with the closed captioning on so I could do a word count. On uh, this word count, I will pick out certain names or phrases that are consistently said 
over and over and over again to push the narrative. Uh, and I will ask my co-host whether or not it is over or under a certain amount. Um, this week was a little different because we had all these new characters. Uh, so it was a little bit, uh, and their names weren't said as, met as often as you would think. Um, but we'll give it a shot here. Uh, how about the flame? Okay. How many times was the flame said? Over or under seven times? Under. Correct. Yes. Four times. Maybe this is the time I win. <laughs> no one else is here, so it doesn't matter. That's what happened to Gunner. You took him out so you could win the game. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, okay. Um, over, under, my name is Bill. You can call me Bill. Uh, three times. Under. Under. Two. Two. Yes. Yes. And then, can't, you can't get me on that one because it bothers me every time he says it. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, really, that is it. Hey, that's okay. Uh, I, I was looking for an Indra. I was looking for some Maddies. I was looking for some One Cruise. None of them said. <laughs> I wonder if that's if that's the first episode in a while that we have had no Indra. Because I know we were talking about it a couple episodes back that there was an episode and it might have been the first one that we didn't see any of Clark. And that's how this episode felt without having Indra or Murphy or yeah. any of our normal characters. Any of our favorites. Any of our fan favorites. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah, it was, so, just, it, it was an episode of all these people that we were like, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, a, yeah, I mean, we've overly said this now, but that's what it was. It was, why are you making me care about these people now? Oh, I already care about people. One last question. What did you think about him throwing his wife in the, uh, in the to go off in the can, decontamination suit? I think it says a lot about who Bill is. I, I think agree. that we're just seeing a very, a man that wants power and control. And that's exactly the kind of community that he's built on Bardo, that he has ultimate control. He has ultimate power. He's created this yes man system. And that's ultimately what he wanted down in the bunker. Um, I thought that the other thing I found actually interesting was the parallel storylines and the fact that there could have been way more people allowed in the bunker because remember going seasons back, that was a huge yeah. like pinnacle and situation that Clark was in, um, Octavia was in when they were having to decide who and how many could be in the bunker. And the fact of it was more people could have gone down there than they allowed. And that's exactly what Bill did. So it makes me think like how similar are Bill and Clark? as far as leadership styles making the tough calls yeah and making it's almost calls, yeah. it's almost as if is clark kind of the daughter that bill always wanted <laughs> you know she is the key now and we're getting was, into some greek tragedy <laughs> right and it was interesting that they referred to the flame as the key yeah you know if they like why change the name of it if they had already had and the other question, so this is getting into predictions, guys. Pausing here. Do we have any news and gossip, Jorge? Not that I know of. That's Gunner's territory. Yeah, our news and gossip that we have, guys, is just a reminder that this will be our last show for a while. Um, well, I guess the last show ever of the 100.
but um, we're really appreciative of you again. Keep watching all of our shows. Keep supporting us on social. We appreciate you. We've appreciated all of your support here. I know I look forward to doing this every week. We hope that everyone is staying safe, wear your masks. That's the only way we will all get through this and that we will get to come back to After Buzz and keep being hosts and bringing and talking about the shows we love. So um, with that, I guess we'll say our final predictions. This is the last we're ever going to talk about this, but um, I I don't know where they're going to go. That's how I feel with predictions. I mean... I, this episode has left me very uh, unclear. Yeah. Unclear as to what's to happen next. Uh, we know that Clark is some sort of key, some sort of answer. Uh, we know that Bill wants to reconnect with Calliope in some way, who is in the flame. But the flame is not in Clark. No. And, and I think the flame is destroyed. See, and I want to say though, maybe Clark just has all those memories still, Ah. you know, because she had, she was the, or she had the flame in her. She had all these other people's memories. So that's the only thing that I can think of because she knew specifics from Calliope's memories when they were talking that he was like Calliope. And that was the only way she knew that. Um, but I think that there might be a deeper connection between Bill and Clark than even we realize that goes beyond just the flame. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that it's interesting that the people in Bardo referred to the flame as the key when if they have Becca's books and her technology and all these things, why not just keep the name the same mm-hmm. and call it the flame? You know, like, why do you call it the key all of a sudden? Um oh. And my question also is, if you've known that it's existed this long, how long, I wonder, was it, but whenever, whatever planet portal they go to, has it been truly this entire time that they've wanted this back? Is that why all this technology was developed? Because this entire existence of Bill and his people has been to find a way back to finding the flame. You know, like- That's just, that's exactly what I was just thinking that maybe when they went to Bardot, uh, they couldn't find a way back to Earth. Yeah, because they, Maybe. I mean, because they, I think they said that, that in Bill's whole life existence, he couldn't figure out how to make the um, portal essentially open slash work. And then Becca walked in there and was able to make it work within minutes. Right. And then uh, Gabriel is there with the other scientists, uh, the other disciples of, uh, of Bardo figuring out how to try, trying to figure out how to make the uh, the gateway work again so yeah. so something is connected there and and we know that bill has always wanted to have complete control over the portal which he never has and so maybe that's what makes clark the key who actually knows we're gonna just have to wait and find out and pray like all heck that we're gonna get the answers that we deserve all right well well praying and keeping my mask on at the same time same <laughs> all right you guys thank you again so much for watching us for the last time on the 100 i'm your host Haley graves and this is my co-host jorge payo jorge go ahead and tell everyone where they can follow you well everybody you can find me on all of my social media at the el jorge uh that is t-h-e um e-l-j-o-r-g-e you could probably see it right down there in the corner and uh, be safe and take care of one another. And guys, you can follow me. Please, if you're watching, reach out because I love talking about this show. It's the only thing that really keeps me sane because like you all know, I get a little frustrated watching The 100 because there's so much happening. Anyways, 
help keep me sane. Reach out. Let's keep talking about this show for the weeks to come. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Haley Graves is two S's. That's H-A-L-E-Y-G-R-A-V-E-S-S. And I'm also pretty active on Twitter. So Haley one Graves two. All right, guys, thank you so much again. We hope to see you soon. In the meantime, stay safe. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.